Jake Warner was at the control. So sit back, relax, and check this drone out right here. Jake! Yo! Okay, here we go. So good to be back. This podcast is for the people. No, nobody knows who I am. Jake! Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Ready to talk a bunch of nonsense with you. I can't stand them. It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I'm your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. My government name. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on iHeartRadio. Okay, yes, iHeartRadio. Also, SoundCloud.com slash The Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or TuneIn. Type in the keyword search, The Big Brother Jake Podcast, and boom, you're in there. This is part three of three of my uh, appreciation uh, tour, I guess, <laughs> on The Big Brother Jake Podcast. Uh, episode one we released two days ago was my man Jim Daniels. Laughs to be had all over the place. Lots of reminiscing. And uh, he gave me my first shot to be on the air, which was dope. And uh, part two was producer extraordinaire, now the vice president of broadcast operations at Learfield Sports. My man Tom Bowman. We released that one yesterday. And now today, my man. 50 grand and all, the one and only P-Dub, a.k.a. Paul Wilson. And the reason why he's on my appreciation uh, series, the three-part series, I didn't want to do one because it would have been three hours and, and y'all would have been like, oh, too much cackling from, from Jake and, and everybody else is laughing and acting a fool. So I decided to put this into three parts. Now, the reason why I wanted P-Dub to be part of this is He's a huge reason why the Big Brother Jake podcast is what it is. Um, he's in demand. The people love P-Dub, and I love P-Dub. You know, I've known this fool 35 years, and he's a lot of fun to be around. Um, and the thing is, we don't contrive. We don't say, hey, what are we going to talk about? We'll say one topic, and then we'll just go. And that's what I love about him. He just he follows my lead when it comes to that kind of stuff, but He's also one of the people behind the scenes that he's definitely one of my biggest um, critics. He uh, he'll tell me, "Hey man, that last podcast you did was was terrible," um, but this is what I think you should do to change it. Uh, and above all, you know, he's just been a good friend to me, and uh, so it's a lot of fun to get together with him again. And we laughed probably harder than we've ever laughed. We just started just talking. Um, we we even touched on you know. You know, something that's near and dear to his heart, you know, um, vaccinations and stuff and what he doesn't like about them. But we also talk about just the fun things we do. And he definitely made sure he clowned me in this episode. So I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's go ahead and knock this out. The homie, the one that I've known 35 years, the one that saved this podcast. Because I'll tell you why he saved the podcast, because every week I'm going to quit. I, I want to quit every week. I don't want to do it no more every week. And he always tells me, bruh, no, you need to make sure this happens. No, 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 you're going to do it. Okay, all right, you're right. I got you. So I can't hate on that. <laughs> I can't hate on that. And um, he's the reason why I keep going, you know. There's other people, and, and you'll hear all those. But uh, let me just shut up and get started because y'all ain't here for me. Y'all here for us, cackling. 
So <laughs> here we are, my man P-Dub on the Big Brother Jake podcast right now. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast. All right, as I promised in this third installment of showing love to all the people that helped out with the Big Brother Jake podcast, this person has been instrumental in a lot of the things we did here on the podcast. A lot of fun, you know, exposing me, you know, just talking all that trash on me. But since that person's not here, I had to bring up my man. <laughs> Such a punk. My man, Pete Dub, a.k.a. Paul Wilson. What's going on, player? <laughs> What's up, man? You don't know how happy I am right now for you because oh, man. not only did you get picked up by our iHeartRadio. Yeah. Which I'm going to throw out there right now. Thank you, sir. He already doesn't know. <laughs> Thank you. But now I am that much closer to a fucking paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we have a few things to discuss off air there, Paul. <laughs> yeah, you're, you, you're closer. You're, you're closer. <laughs> No, man. Thank and you. it's a perfect job right now for the current situation because <laughs> I can do it from home. <laughs> Look at that. See, I had you in mind. Yeah. Let's go. That was, Let's the, go. <laughs> that was the plan all along, P. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I just didn't tell you yet. You know, you had to figure yeah. that out. You passed. You made it. You made it, Officer Hoyt. You made it. You made it. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, man. I'm just saying. Um, I wanted to thank you, bro. I'm gonna do it off the top because we're about to act a fool for the next whoever knows how long. There's no limit. <laughs> we always say 20 minutes, and it's like, damn, three hours, and I have to edit all damn night, you know. But right. <laughs> the stuff that doesn't make the air is great. But like, in all seriousness, man, you know, I put out a poll because um, I'm trying to put together a best of, and <laughs> overwhelmingly, more than 50% of the people that chimed in said, we want Peter. And I'm like, okay. So then I DM him back. What specifically? Not just any part. <laughs> and I'm awesome. like, no. So, yeah, and I that, was actually part of that voting process, everybody. <laughs> I put myself on there too. You, you did though. <laughs> and I so wanted to air you out for like, damn, continue to count down. <laughs> but no, uh, and rightfully so, man, because I'll say this, like, you were one of my biggest supporters from jump. Like I told you, like right before, you know, I, I, I left home, my home and my marriage and all that. I said, P man, I, I really want to do a podcast. And I took a trip out to Arizona to meet up with my friend, Bill Lasour, which he was a muscle therapist for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And he's self-made. Like he, he created his own position in major league baseball. And now everybody's doing it. And he was like, you have talent, don't waste it. You should figure a way out, maybe a podcast. So I came home from my trip. It was something out of a weird movie where I had a Zen master, you know. And I like, do remember that. Yeah. Okay. I, remember you, I remember you telling me, I, I'm going out to Arizona. I got something really big planned. Not sure what's going to happen. Yeah. But when I get back, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm hopefully going to know. And So I didn't really know exactly what was going on. I had my own. Uh, I knew it was something in telling with uh, a change of the guard. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was going to be something going on that you were going to step out in, but I just had no idea. So when I heard I was all for it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You were very supportive. You're like, man, you should do that. You know, because I was tired. I wouldn't. Yeah. You're like, you're coming from radio. It's, you know, it's at that time, like podcasts were getting hot. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I even said, I was like, I think this is a perfect time, dude, because, 
you know, this is where people are kind of going right now with the listening ear a little bit. Right. And, you know, I was like, and why not? And so, yeah, that's. You were mad supportive. And yeah, man. You were mad supportive it. until I said, come on the show. And you were like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I, I didn't think of myself. I don't think of myself as a radio personality. And I know the voice is a big thing. Like, voices are big. Dude, you got a dope voice, man. Trust me, ladies. Don't, like I, well, I know, but me personally, I don't. I, <laughs> I know. Listen to this, like the son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you take you take compliments when you get them, bro. You don't. I don't get them often, but I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, I it just you know I just didn't view myself like that. I still right. don't. And uh, but the the positive uh, feedback that I've gotten from people on, on, in my you know circle too, right. who, who I've turned onto the show and have said, "Man, you sound really cool," and I think you guys should do that more. And it's it's been really really cool. It's it's almost hard to wrap my mind around at times. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't. I I really don't even view this as like. I don't even know how to say it. Not like say not it. work or, or it's sometimes it's not even real. I just feel like we're kids back in the day. Yeah. Just talking. Out. And, yeah. And that's, and that's what I love the most about it. And, and what I love. Yeah. That's what makes it fun. And I told you from the very first time you did this, I was like, man, all I need you to do is talk into a yeah. microphone for 15 <laughs> minutes to get used to your voice. And then we're just going to talk. Right. And so the first, you know, when we did at your sister's house, you know, you were so comfortable. I mean, there might have been some aids that helped out, you know, but. <laughs> yeah, the weather was nice. <laughs> yeah, the weather. <laughs> and the modelos and the trees. But, <laughs> but no, you, you, you handled it like a pro. And everybody in our circles and, and everyone that I know that listened, like from day one, when I was only getting 17 downloads and, and really being upset about it was like man you and your boy have chemistry like you guys are fun and i'm like but see this is the thing if we weren't doing a show this would be us anyway yeah this would be us in the yeah. living room yep. yeah cracking exactly. up watching you know <laughs> just having the holding court and That's very cool and and that yeah and, and it translates you know it's not fake it's not contrived you know i don't mm-hmm. think we've ever had a time where we were off you know like oh man i could have did better here better there you know but I, I think, you know, it's just the, the 35 years of friendship that we have, it comes through over the speakers. And, you know, <laughs> the thing about you, man, and I got to say this, like, you don't give a fuck. And I fucking love that about you. <laughs> you know, like, and, and it's been noticed by my kids because my kids actually listen now because once I started taking pictures with Snoop and Chance the Rapper, all of a sudden, dad's cool. Okay. <laughs> it took that. Not the fact that I feed them and bought them $5,000 worth of Disney passes <laughs> to love me. <laughs> Divorce guilt. And, uh, <laughs> and so, like, it didn't take that. It, it, it took that to, to, for them to listen. And now they're like, you know, Dad, I have to say, when Uncle Paul comes on, that's the time you curse the most <laughs> on your podcast. <laughs> I said, fuck you. Not a- <laughs> no, I would never. I would never. I was just like, right. go, go to your room, damn it. But, <laughs> but it's, it's true. And that's fine. I like that. But I always love that when you come on, you know, you don't care. You care because you, you care about the content. But, like, I, I've always loved that about you, bro, that your 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 attitude is, hey, look, man, this is me. This is who I am. You know, you're very introverted, but in certain times you're very extroverted. And yeah. I always admire that about you, that. that you could turn it on because I am always fucking extroverted. I can never turn it off. Ever. People, the fucking neighbors come over. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing, man? Come on in. Yeah, woo. 
and they're like, "What the fuck is wrong with this guy?" And like, <laughs> and then I'm like, "Man, I need to dial it down. Like, I don't know how to do that though." But you, you've mastered that. And but this again, no, no, of course. But this is your fault too. And I said this on a few podcasts ago. You're you're the reason why I'm this way, because you'd be like, <laughs> "Man, you crack jokes. You should be like, have fun and be out there." And I was really you know, insecure about my weight and I lived in my sister's shadow growing up in Barstow. Everybody knew who Tracy was and who's her little fat brother. Like, that's all I, I knew. I was little fat brother. It's, it's like taking a role in a movie. Thug number two. I was fat brother two, number one. And so, but you were like, man, you should, you should just relax and be yourself and, and, and put yourself out there and voila, voila, right here, bro. I, I, regret, I regret every <laughs> <laughs> you are an asshole. I wish you just would have shut the fuck up and been a quiet individual. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. No, you know what they say? There's no way we would have we would have stayed friends that. No, long. no. Had no. you been? Had you been? I I needed that. You know, if, yeah. if we we were like yin and yang. You know, absolutely. One of us was kind of not feeling the day or down for whatever reason yep the other one always had a had a way of picking that person up and i saw i wouldn't change any of that and no yeah, man that, for sure that's what that made was... it fun with us bro <laughs> i mean yeah. there was times where i didn't want to talk and that was rare oh yeah and i know you'd be the one that just talked and, and people would ask you what's wrong with jake today like he's not talking like damn man ask me i'm right here you're yeah. whispering right in front of me <laughs> like, damn he ain't my handler like i'm right, right here on. talk I to know, me right? You know, it's like, oh, Jake, man, Jake, Jake, Jake's a little down. Like, Paul, like, what happened? Like, yeah. And you're like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We just went and had cherry cokes. He ain't talked yet. I don't know. Maybe he'll he, <laughs> But yeah, man, he like. Just, he just walked fucking three or four blocks from his house this morning. Give the guy a fucking break. <laughs> and maybe he's tired. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Since 10 to 11 years old, I've always been lazy, bro. <laughs> Thanks for outing me, you asshole. <laughs> I've ran two marathons, damn it. Okay, I walked two marathons, but I did them. But yeah, it's true. You know, sometimes I just didn't want to talk. Sometimes I just didn't like the person that was asking the question. <laughs> so it didn't matter. But you that, know, a lot of people don't know too. As a kid, uh -huh. I could tell. I could tell your mood by your walk. <laughs> explain that, please. Explain if, that. If, if if we were sitting now. Only people that you know grew up with us are gonna be able to really picture all this. But some people that know me we now might know too. Where we where we lived, where I should say my grandmother lived, because uh -huh. that's kind of where I hung out most of the times, where all the friends lived or whatever. But on our block, Sunset, <clears throat> she lived pretty much like dead center. Yeah, I would say of the block. Yeah. Right? So you know, you look down one way, you look up one way. If someone turned the corner and was coming up, you could kind of get a, a good read on right. who it was. Like or whatnot mm -hmm. so but yeah if you would come because you were always coming from up yes. coming from at, at the bottom of the block so i was already tired up. by the time i get to your grandma's yeah but yeah <laughs> but if you had and you still have the walk i'm telling you i'm gonna <laughs> give it i'm gonna give everybody a little shit <laughs> oh man here we go so it, I, I can't you got to be able to do it if so to see it i'm just gonna try to explain it <laughs> but it, if you had the walk where you would be almost you <laughs> I'm gonna start laughing now. Do it, man. Because I can, I can tell that I can tell whether or not you were excited to come over, <laughs> or you were, 
or you were pissed off to come over because your mom probably told you you had to come right the fuck over. <laughs> <laughs> so you were walking all the way fucking over there just to walk all the way fucking back. Like, I only got so 30 you would minutes. have like a pep in your step. So like when you turn the corner, yeah. you would be almost walking on your toes. Like you would be <laughs> taking steps and you would be, go- you would be going really high. Like, you're like, Dude, that's so accurate. Your momentum would be really, really up and down. That was, I'm excited. Like, I'm, hell yeah. I'm coming over here to ball. I can't, I don't have to leave until five o'clock. Like, or whatever. If you turn the corner and your walk was side to side. <laughs> like, do do like you were fucking stomping. That was like I can only I'm co- I walked over the all the way over here to be here for thirty minutes because my yes. mom's gonna drive the van over and pick us all up. <laughs> that is the most accurate shit I've ever heard. Yes, and people notice my walk though. <laughs> my homeboy in the navy, my homeboy Fernando. He used to do my walk really good. And, and, and my other homeboy, Felix, that I worked with at Fox Sports Radio. And I hate Felix because he's the one dude, and I hope he's listening. He's the one dude that can imitate both my walk and how I talk. I've never had that before. But, yes, that is accurate. If I'm, if I'm walking my tippy toes and, and, and kind of have a bounce to it and I'm kind of walking fast, oh, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, but like I'm happy. Something's up. Yes. Something happened. I'm feeling it. The day's going to be good. Like, that's the whole vibe coming from you. But if you walk and you got the whole, like, side to side, like, you're sh- <laughs> Dude, you just got off the phone with work. Or you got to go pick up the kids when you were supposed oh to. God. Like, I'm telling you, that's all part of that walk. Now you guys know. Everybody knows. Oh, uh, now, now I'm going to be all self-conscious on how I yeah, walk. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to be... Oh, man, P, you are funny, bro. <laughs> it's so true, though. But it, that hasn't changed. That's what cracks me up the most about you a little bit. Is <laughs> you see certain, like, you know, you see certain little things yeah. that just don't change in people, you know, whether uh-huh. it's your, your your relatives or your friends and stuff. And so with you, I've always noticed, like, Jake's always had the same, you've always had the same walk. Yeah. Always had the same sort of, <laughs> like, stroll. It's never changed. <laughs> It had nothing to do with those arthritic knees I had since I was 12. No, you know, no, nothing to do with that at all. Nothing to do with that, no. <laughs> but the one thing I will say, and people have noticed, my kids have noticed, um, I bet you've noticed, and, and you've done it yourself. Like, you know, we've known each other 35 years. Mm-hmm. And whether you come to my house, which is rare, or I go down to San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> there's no traffic now, Pete, but now we just can't be oh, six know, feet in front of each other. You still hate LA even if there's no traffic. So like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. If half the population falls off and that's gonna be the traffic, LA might be my spot. <laughs> <laughs> Lies told on the Big Brother Jake podcast. Shut your ass up. You lying your ass up. It don't matter if there's if, if it's like that movie with Will Smith and his dog. You ain't ever coming to move up here, bro. <laughs> Shut your ass up. The Lakers couldn't make unless you got hired by the Lakers. That's the only way you'd live here. I might go to like Orange County. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's for people that I kind of want to live in LA. Don't really live in San Diego. I live in San Clemente. Like, what? What the fuck? Just be ballsy and go north or south. Don't go. settle for halfway. Oh, but <laughs> as I was saying, get easily distracted. Whether it's me or you, when I pull up or you pull up, 
we actually genuinely get excited to see each other. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's like we're kids. Like, we're going to sleep yeah. over and have fun and watch Saturday night's main event and drink cherry Cokes. <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> I genuinely get excited to see you, man. And, like, my kids laugh like, Daddy, like, you're you're old. And why are you? I'm like, that's my friend. It's my best friend, man. Yeah, man. Memories. Hell yeah. Always had a good time, man. Yeah. And the best thing about getting old with, you know, your friends and yeah. stuff is that you get to reminisce about all those fucking times that you did crazy shit. Yeah. Got into stuff and, you know, the times someone did something, you know, a mutual friend that you both had that yeah. you were there when some shit went down. Like that's, those are the best. You can't, you can't ever do stories like that. I don't care who you are. Man, there's a lot. There, there, there is a story. I have and to, to any Barstow <laughs> peeps that are listening, I can't tell you how much we talk about at some point coming up there. Oh yeah. Into the hood. Oh yeah. Eating somewhere, bar, restaurant, whatever. Del Taco. People, we come back into that bitch <laughs> yes. and all of us just reminiscing. Cause I know all of us, there's a lot of people in our block yeah there's so many people that <laughs> lived over there i mean i could ramble off quite a few names right now and i'm talking like top to bottom like sunset was three blocks yeah and there was people on all three blocks yeah you know what i mean yeah. so it, it was just a ton of people and then you got sunrise and, i mean golly it just over yeah. and over, there was a lot of kids in that area and this I is all on barstow y'all right yeah because i would love to I should get everybody yeah, together. And I, I'm I, not talking like a high school reunion bullshit. I'm talking about just to get no, together. Get to, I mean, you know, I should just set up a whole up. Da- I should just set up a damn podcast. Right? Live with a, live with an open mic. We do like Instagram oh live. God. You know, we have people come in and little quick little quick setups so little Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'll pay I got a camera guy off the bat, ready Great. to go. He'll he'll, chain, he'll film the whole thing. You know, I just gotta slide him some money and some well well some trees and so and, and that's all we got to do and we'll make that happen we should we should do that Th- that would be That'd a be great cool. idea man that would be a great idea love it you know and it's funny because a lot of people you know i left early from barstow moved to san Bernardino, and a lot of people asked me well, where'd you go <laughs> <laughs> like damn you really forgot about me huh well yeah dude after seventh grade i just like thought you just i don't know what happened like i left you did <laughs> Yeah, yes. I, you know what? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Only the core people on the on at Sunset were the ones that knew. You know, yeah. Jennifer and Stacy. I mean, myself, Joe, and Chris. Mm-hmm. You know, it was those individuals that knew kind of what was up. Anybody outside of that circle was was like literally like, where the fuck did Jacob? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was and, it? and like, and you're right. And some that you know you just associated with, you weren't actually maybe you know hardcore friends with. Right. Yeah, they, probably didn't even recognize until it was like you know <laughs> well, later in high school like damn shouldn't warner came after wilson like where the <laughs> fuck is jake <laughs> san bernardino it wasn't until yeah. i went to your graduation everybody's like what the fuck yeah, where right? you been bro <laughs> yeah. like you really went deep undercover like motherfucker i moved <laughs> i moved to a whole other city where I got to start over. It felt like a fucking movie, you know, where like the karate kid, but the opposite. You know, Daniel yeah. LaRusso leaves New Jersey and becomes a little <laughs> bitch and gets bitch slapped everywhere and beat up. It, 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 for the record, okay, I, I'm kind of going on a tangent. Daniel LaRusso was a bully. He was. I'm going to tell you why. Because he was always starting shit with people, pissing people off, and it being an antagonist. And they want to portray him as the poor kid from New Jersey got his ass whooped by some white boys in the valley in L.A. I hate it here, Mom. I just hate it here. No, dude. You you acted like you knew karate, got your ass whipped four or five times, and then they set up the tournament, and you lost your ass off. 
You know, and then became a winner with that crane kick. I'd have smacked the shit out of you. He is a bully. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Debate me. Yeah, we got into that conversation. <laughs> I'll tell you why, because I'm a real back, okay? You know I do this shit all the time, Pete. You know I do this shit all the time. All right, so I... I <laughs> you're laughing because it's true. You're thinking about it and you're saying... So then, so then yeah. when he went to Okinawa... You're probably happy that he got his ass kicked by that yeah. other guy. That guy gave him what he was given. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm glad. I'm glad he got his ass whooped. Uh, and then, of course, he won there, too. Right. Okay. With the crane kick. He tried it early and got ha- handled. And then he had to really do some street fighting. And he should have got his ass whooped for real, like, again. And then the third one happens. And... See, and he'd be messing with you know Mr. Miyagi because he he stole his bonsai tree and and tried to like you know make some money off it. I'm doing it for you, man. I'm sorry, and Danielson. You know, just <laughs> if I was Mr. Miyagi, I'd have threw that fool off the cliff in, in the third movie, and it would have ended. Credits would be rolling. You could go home. <laughs> so he's a bully. He's a bully. I don't care what you say. Debate me. Oh my god. Anyways, so my point on that was. It's <laughs> I moved from Barstow and I have a chance to move to San Bernardino, California. And I was able to do, do a whole like reset. Nobody knew who I was. So I was able to like start new. It was yeah. fun. And I no, met yeah, a whole bunch cool. of people. That, that's how I felt when I moved to San Diego. Yeah. You know, I was homesick as shit and nobody down here. Even though I knew there were some people that had moved down here. Yeah. I didn't know where they lived. I didn't. Some I of them you probably didn't want to talk them. to. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't even in contact with them right. like that. So, but. It was, uh, you know, as hard as it was, and I was going back every weekend <laughs> or whatever. At the same time, it was kind of cool that every time I came back, like no one, no one knew me. You know what I yeah. mean? To keep tabs on me, no one knew yep. me. To, you know, and stuff like it was. It was a good feeling. It was kind of like you said, like you're kind of starting over. Yeah, a little fresh slate. It was, know? yeah, it was, it was yeah. amazing because, like, after that, I made a lot of friends and. They right. didn't know the I wasn't Tracy's little brother. I wasn't right, the fat right. fat loser brother, you know. I was yeah. I was Jake Warner, the awkward kid from Barstow, but you know, the kid that busted raps and had a high top fade and a white mom and <laughs> you know. So people thought it was Puerto Rican, which is funny, and or Mexican when I shaved my head off. Like, what's up, Fato? Kick your ass, fool. What's up, eh? You know, <laughs> I did that on a radio one time. <clears throat> I had some essays waiting for me in the parking lot <laughs> when I was at Fox. Talk this shit now, fucker. I'll kick your ass. Like, fuck. And let me just like act crazy and shit. Like, man, fuck you. Let's fight. I'm like, he's going to fuck me up. You know, like, no, it's, uh, it's cool, fool. Just chillax, eh? Like, All right, whatever. But yeah, man. Is that when so- you jumped on Day Day's BMW? <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Get the skateboard, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. See? Oh, Tom's talking. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. You got more? You ready? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> P always got it. You know, I don't mind that you make no. fun of me because people then talk about it. Hey, Jake, you know what I liked about, like, episode blah, 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 when P, man, when he was dogging you? I'm like, that's any fucking episode. Pick one. And when we're not on the air, that's him all the fucking time. Pick one. Pick a day. Pick a fucking visit. 
Got to keep you humble. Got to let you know. Just because you on iHeartRadio, remember when you were on SoundCloud? Remember when you were on I'm sorry I can't hear you. I have my iHeart <laughs> app working. And what is the SoundCloud you speak of? <laughs> oh, you mean the one I pay for? <laughs> iHeart? Oh, yeah, come along. You don't have to pay. We like your podcast. SoundCloud? Yeah, 150 a year. <laughs> pay up. <laughs> I just renewed it, too. Fuck. <laughs> No, SoundCloud's been good, man. I ain't going to lie. Uh, yes, they have. Yes, but iHeart's been a little better. So, <laughs> but yes, thank you for that. Um, you know how hard I, I work, and I don't take breaks, man. I usually don't, and I, I have paid hobbies. I don't call them jobs. And But this is my hobby because I damn sure don't get paid for this podcast. Um, right. So that's why we're trying yeah, I to. Will, I will back that up. <laughs> Nor does he, nor he does he pay for his body. <laughs> you're, you're such an ass, man. I swear to God. But you can't put a price on our friendship. You so can't, it's all good. you can't, but I'm really questioning my fucking transactions right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, nice save. <laughs> my chest is hurt because I'm laughing. I haven't laughed like this in a minute, man. Fuck you, Corona. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to have fun in my house. You can keep me in my house, but you can't keep me from having fun. All right? Fucking COVID-19 bullshit. Anyway, so I'm not, I don't want to talk about that right now because I'm getting pissed off. But, yes, you can't put a price on it. And, yes, I've – hey, look, I've treated you to breakfast once since yes. the podcast. Pancake mm-hmm. House and Poway. Shout out. Uh, well, twice at the bomb breakfast spot, Coco's. <laughs> You're never going to let me live that down. I'm never going to let you live that one down, ever. You want to explain to the people that don't know what that means, what it means? I want to hear you explain it, because I don't want to say it. Explain what? The Coco's the thing. Breakfast, Man, just yes. The bomb breakfast spot? Yes, explain wh- how that happened. Like, what? Go ahead. So I was down I was down visiting. Yes. Came down, came down and visited with the family. Uh, a rare visit, yes. Uh-huh. This, is, this is pre-divorce. Yes. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, I don't know why I'm laughing. I, the, the, the Sunday morning I was getting ready to go home. Uh-huh. We were talking, you know, about getting breakfast before I left. Uh-huh. And yes. Jake immediately popped up and was like, yo, I know where we're going. I got the bomb breakfast spot. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Breakfast is my joint, yo. I yes, he loves breakfast. Or night. Yes, he does. So I'm just like, hell yeah. Anybody <laughs> tells me you got a bomb breakfast spot, I am like super stoked <laughs> about checking. Even though it's going to be basic, you know, eggs, bacon, and shit. It's like how you... Fuck that up. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> some people do. <laughs> so here we go. We're driving. I'm following, going down the road, and we come up to a light, and he gets into the turning lane, and I just happen to look over to my left, and there's a co- there's a Coco's. All right, and all I'm thinking right now, as we're sitting at this light, getting ready to turn left towards Coco's, is I know we're not going to fucking Coco's. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking. Like, if this is the bomb breakfast spot. I'm about to die laughing. <laughs> so of course we make our left oh, and a left man. into the and a left into the parking lot we go. <laughs> I immediately start shopping the whole shopping center <laughs> to see if there's a mom and pop like breakfast joint in the shopping center. Oh, Nothing. Boom, right up in front of Coco's. I get out of the car and I'm all this is the bomb breakfast spot. <laughs> And I literally, I don't think you even realize like you used those words. Like, it, like you looked at me like, what are you fucking talking about? It's Coco's. 
Yes. <laughs> and then, then all of a sudden it dawned on you like, oh my God, I did use those fucking words. <laughs> I did. And I, was, like, I didn't mean it. I think what I meant to say was, look, Coco's is like the bombest Coco's I've ever ate at. That's a bomb breakfast spot. That's what I meant to say. What came out of my mouth from my brain was, yo, I know where the bomb breakfast spot is. And I, your eyes lit up. You would have had my grandpa super hyped. <laughs> We're going where, Polly? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Uh, yeah, never live that down as long no. as I live. Man, I could buy this full <laughs> breakfast every day for the rest of his life. I remember the waitress coming up going, Can I get you anything? I'm like, honey, you got a lot to live up to. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, huh? She was <laughs> She was like, what? I was like, I'll take a nice tea. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And, and the whole time, you're like, bomb breakfast spot, huh? Bomb breakfast oh, spot. I'm like, all right, I'll pay for Dude, it. it was... <laughs> you're like, I don't care who pays for it. You really took me here and called it the bomb breakfast spot. And, and here's the thing. Paul, Paul won't do anything to embarrass anybody because he's real low key. That motherfucker was talking loud as shit that morning. <laughs> he was telling everybody that within ears range. Hey, the bomb, really, the bomb breakfast spot, the bomb breakfast spot. Come everybody, on. hold on. Everybody in ears range had a hearing aid. <laughs> <laughs> what she say? Yeah, exactly. What the young fella say over there? Is that Negro huh? hurting him right now? <laughs> Is he in danger? We'll call the cops over here. We don't play around in Korea. Honey, I think that gentleman's robbing those people. <laughs> He's talking about a bomb. What? Yeah. A bomb? What? Oh, look at the look at that nice family brought in that black guy for a meal. <laughs> My stomach hurts. I can't do this anymore. I can't, I can't talk. Shut up. Hold on. Oh my god, my stomach is. This <laughs> is. I hate you so bad right now. <laughs> Ooh, I can't breathe. I can't fucking breathe right now. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> That's nice family. <laughs> they took my guy to eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta breathe. Hold on, I gotta breathe. Uh, so yeah, so we left Coco's and you went home. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't go to it. I couldn't look at Coco's the same, uh, man. But it, tell me it wasn't bomb, though. It was decent. <laughs> Shut yeah. up. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was bad. <laughs> Fucking breakfast snob. <laughs> like I said, I'll, now you fuck up eggs and bacon. But <laughs> They did not that morning. Well, not mine. No. Not mine. <laughs> because they know me. I was a regular. <laughs> uh, Jake, how you doing? No, the other. Who's that Negro? Here, take my cup and give me a refill. What? Uh, Fuck you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So I never, after that, ever in life, said anything about breakfast to you, <laughs> other than Paul. Where are we going? Because I don't know where to go. Even in my hood, like find us a breakfast spot in my hood, because I don't want to disappoint you again. <laughs> oh. so now y'all know p is a breakfast snob oh yeah he is like if he takes a bite he won't finish but i ain't finishing this this is this is disgusting <laughs> yeah. i'll never eat this again this is totally bad i'm like paul bro eat it Man, you eat it and i'm like 
All right, all you do. <laughs> but yes, your total breakfast snob. But you know where the bomb breakfast places are in Poway, California. I will not front on that, bro. I won't front. You know, on even that. even even down here though, it's like, you know, the pancake house is is decent. It's, but... it's great. I like that place. Yeah. No, it's it's decent. It's, it's a little. De- they do things a little differently with certain things, yeah. little dishes. So that's what makes it stand out. But, right, right. But it's. I'll be honest with you, man. We are always struggling. Yeah. To find, like yeah. that next little breakfast joint. Like there's not a lot. And <laughs> that's like our. That's like my money idea. Sometimes I was like, God, I wish I was a, a more you know a cook or a chef and shit because I could easily open up. You know, a joint that just did like breakfast and lunch. Check it I, out. I even, you know I, what I mean? I even have the perfect name for it. Hold on, hold on. I'm writing it down. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, shut, shut up, shut up, shut up. Hold I on. Can only guess right shut now. up, shut up. <laughs> the bomb breakfast spot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck up my joke, man. I was waiting. I, I knew you were gonna try. Fuck Hey, you know what? <laughs> I would. I definitely would use it because it. it who doesn't use that lingo? <laughs> the people in Poway where you live. Um, <laughs> Bullshit. Those little white cracker motherfuckers would be all over that name. You're stupid. They would start fucking thinking they came up with it. You know what I mean? Oh, bunch of uh, boomers walking out. I yeah. like the bomb breakfast spot. It's tasty. It's the. D- d- now, where did you come up with that? You could, that's what you get every time they came in. It's usually a guy with a sweater with a button down shirt underneath yeah. with khakis on. You know, on a Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning. But, you know, where where did you get that? And who, who's your assistant over here? Well, fuck, I pay for half this restaurant. Now, when you say bomb, are you talking about, like, the explosion? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Is it the diarrhea that I'll get from the bacon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'd probably tell people to get out of my restaurant. More than I, see I can see you doing that. <laughs> Probably have an apron on, all kinds of grease and shit on what it. What'd you ask? What'd you say? <laughs> you get your, you'd have your spatula in hand and point to the door. And say, get the fuck out of my restaurant! I'd be the, yeah, I'd be the, I'd be the cook. <laughs> I'd be the cook that heard a question, and be like, "What did you just ask? Yo, get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> You don't want me cooking your food, bro. Uh, that's why you got to have a sign. You know, it's equivalent to that restaurant. Was it Dick's Last Resort? Where people go and get and pay to be insulted, which I never oh, understood yeah. that concept. You would just do that without a gimmick. You'd just be like, there'd be a warning on the door. Paul is extremely blunt. And if he tells you to leave, he, he has the hey, right to refuse service. Do not take uh, me to a Korean barbecue joint. Oh, no. Why not? Because Because that's the biggest fucking scam. There is. Tell me. Tell me why it's a scam, bro. I, anytime I need to you this. sit at a table, <laughs> hey, anytime you sit at a table and order all that meat, all that food, and then have to cook it yourself. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that I'm telling you, I tell I tell my girl all the time, that is the biggest <laughs> that is the biggest fucking scam I've ever seen in a restaurant. How, Here, come that? in, <laughs> come in, sit down, order all this food, and then you cook it. How is not a how is that not a health violation? By the way, I don't know. <laughs> You're right. It wasn't though. fun. It wasn't fun. Being I, crammed I, up. Yeah, I did it. A, and having smoke all up in your grill. Yeah, and, and then mess up your nice clothes and stuff. Stinking like yeah. Korean barbecue. I did that one time with the ex. We went to um this place called Shabu Shabu in Hollywood, and I we went to see. I think I took her to see um some show at the Pantages. I think it was Beauty and the Beast or some shit. I don't know. And it was date night. 
And she's like, I, and I told her before we left, I'm like, I need to eat a snack. I'm starving. And she's like, is it Korean barbecue? I'm not even sure. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's, okay. Yeah, it's Korean. And um, she's like, no, no, I got a perfect place for us. So I'm thinking, okay. I said, well, I'll eat an apple. And you know how big my appetite is. And you know how much liquids I consume. You know, I, I scare my friends because I drink so much damn liquid. It scares them. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to down like this half gallon of water and an apple. And then we'll go to this Shabu Shabu place or whatever. So the show ends. We go upstairs and I'm like sick hungry. You know where you like got the sweats and you feel weak and like you feel like your power's just been pulled from you? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, I want the Korean barbecue and I want this, this, and that. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, well, I think they're going to be quick. And then he comes out and it's raw. I'm like, hey, this ain't cooked. He's like, yeah, you cook it. I looked at my ex. I'm like, what the fuck? What are we doing here? I'm hungry. She's like, oh, yeah, you got to cook it yourself. I thought it would be fun. I'm like, dude, why didn't you let me buy some food at the theater? Like, no, man. This like, <laughs> I was so, I'm cooking it with like, <clears throat> and I'm pressing it because it's not cooking fast enough. And then I ate it raw and it turned out like it was really bad. It wasn't a great experience oh. at all. Nah, I just, I, I just was like, man, this is. <laughs> <laughs> It's a ripoff. Like, it's a hustle. That's a hustle <laughs> right there. Get you come in and pay you know all this money, yeah. sixty bucks for two people, and, and you get to cook it on yourself. <laughs> I guess I was like, damn. Well, the first time we went, it wasn't. Uh, it, it was good food. The food, I, you know, yeah, both no, times I, I've right, gone twice. Right. And both times the food was good. Everything the food, you know, no mm-hmm. issues there. I don't got nothing to say about that. I was just like, this is crazy. <laughs> but the first time we went, we went like six deep, and we got shoved into this like little table and. Joe is in the middle, and I swear to God, dude, she she pretty much cooked up everybody's shit. And on top of that, the smoke was literally just like blowing in her face like oh. the whole fucking night. I felt so bad for her. It was super uncomfortable. But I was also like, see what I mean? Like, crazy. Paul, we're paying, we're about to pay a hundred dollars for this fucking meal, and we just Paul, you know, Paul out here smelling like charcoal. Like, you know what I mean? Paul had to add his two cents, and I know I, I know the look Joanne gave you as soon as you said that. Oh. See what I mean? She probably looked at you like, "Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> you ain't doing it." I got Thank it. God for the company. Thank God for the company oh. that we went with because we had really good company, and it was a great it was a great dinner nonetheless. How great was it if I'm not there though? So whatever. So, both times we had good company. Yes, yeah, so, and, two ta- two, and two times <laughs> I didn't I know. To, I don't want the other couple to go. Oh, 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 oh that's the audience. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. Both times, thank God for the company because it was yeah the, the meal itself. Like even though the food was good, I was just like, I, it's so hard to sit here. You know what I got out of that whole story is the fact that you didn't invite me and you keep reminding me how well, okay, great your company hold on, was. Hold on, hold on. One time I was in <laughs> Vegas. The other time I was down here. You weren't even around. I'm never around. Throw me under the bus like that. <laughs> I had to, you know, because you know I, I'm not that guy. I'm not. Must be nice guy. I'm not. Oh, thanks for the invite, guy. I'm not that guy. I'm not. If it wasn't damn for Corona, the coronavirus, we'd be in Vegas. <laughs> we oh mm. in the next like what two weeks? <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. Yeah. That was the Rona. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're we're taking that Vegas trip though. I know. I know. We're taking it. And we're gonna have fun. It'll be our first road trip. I'll document it. Um, It'll be the first road trip for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, why's it taking 17 hours to get to Vegas? We should have flew. <laughs> I feel sorry for Disneyland and Vegas when this year gets Oh, like it's going to be overpacked. I'm not going to either one for like the first two months. Yeah. Because it's just going to be nut to butt everywhere. Someone's going to die just from the <laughs> oh, stomp. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, you know, people getting stupid and 
yeah. you know, someone's going to get trampled over. It's yeah. just so freaking yep. busy. Yeah. It's it, people aren't going to be able to like interact with anyone. I think when, when this is all over, you know, people are going to be like, yo, then, then yeah. what, how do, do we handshake? Do we hug? What do we do? Exactly. All kinds of shit. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine how many people that clear their throats? You're going to see just like, it's going to be like that. You know, what it's going to be like, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> you can already see it right now. Big old fucking group of people at Disneyland. Everybody's got it on their mind. The first person that coughs, it's going to be like that that uh little experiment with the pepper and on the dish and the dish <laughs> you're just gonna see one person in the middle and it's just gonna be like <laughs> and everybody move away from that dish. i'm telling you man true story bro true story i was grocery shopping and and for those that follow me on instagram at big brother jake or the big brother jake podcast you know i always bitch and moan about toilet paper i finally I, i've become a hoarder now and now i have to get rid of this shit but <laughs> i was at um i was at walmart tonight and you know i, I really was trying hard not to cough or sneeze or anything because people act a fucking fool when that happens <laughs> and so <laughs> this lady was about 10 feet to my left and i was looking for oh, like some um solo cups and not thinking yeah, I, I did. I coughed. It's just one of these you know, throat coolers. <clears throat> she was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Never mind. I don't need this shit. Left her fucking basket and left. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. She's like, no, no, I can't do this. Finally got out the house. I can't do this. And she walked away. Left everything in her cart. And she actually had a few things I needed. So I just took stuff from her cart and walked away. <laughs> I'm from Barstow and San Bernardino. That's what we do. But, <laughs> but yeah, when when the Rona thing is done, and I'm not making light of it, so whoever's like, oh man, it's not I funny. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, I am too. So, but nah, there's got to be some humor in something. You, you gotta, I don't give a fuck. We gotta laugh. You gotta have it. Yeah, listen, I agree. humor boosts your immune system. People, <laughs> it's true. If all you're doing is fearing and crying, you're dying. Straight up. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. I'm going to put a beat to that shit. Right? There you go. Oh, God. I'm choking. Hold on. This is it, Paul. This is how it ends. Right? I love you, bro. You're going out. As long as you're laughing. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not even going to edit this shit. Hold on. I need some water. Oh my god, I literally was choking, bro. <laughs> Fuck, it's over. It's over. This is it. This is how I go by myself lonely in an apartment. No kids around, laughing with Paul. That's it. That's a wrap. That's how it should be. <laughs> Thanks, I'm lonely. I appreciate that. That's how it should be. Yeah, you're right. Come hither, my love. Where the fuck is she? There's no one here. Oh, wow, weird. Uh... <laughs> Uh, some would say I deserve that. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Were we? Oh yeah, Walmart. So yeah, so yeah, but yeah, you're right. We we need to have some fun. We're already cooped up in the house. You know, we have our kids. So we have to watch the damn kids all damn day. I love my kids, and yes, I shouldn't complain as much as others. Could only have them half the time because you know whatever my situation. Is. I only got you got I got, you got three. Yeah, three. <laughs> I only got one. Three and, and, and three. Like, dude, yeah, and see like. Yours, you got one, but she's very smart, and she'll test your ass. And I love Harper Mouthy for that. Mouthy is a motherfucker. I wonder where she got it from. Yeah. <laughs> Pick a parent. Right? <laughs> <Can you tell? laughs> 
byproduct of your environment. That's right. No, I love I love I love my niece, you know. <clears throat> but like I think about it too. Not only do I have three daughters, three daughters in three different age groups. So the oldest, Kendra, fourteen, loves the phone, loves talking to her girlfriends, and a couple guys. Oh, fucking shit. And then you got Savannah that's inquisitive on everything. And she's ten. And then you got my little baby, Marissa, that's four. And all she wants to do is hug daddy all day or play with my iPod or iPad. So most of the time it's the iPad because I have to work from home. And I feel bad, but I have her next to me. So she'll hold on to my leg while she's doing that. And I'm like, I got to pee. I'll go with you. (laughs) And then as I leave because she wants to go with me, the middle's like, daddy, I'm hungry. Like, you know, if you know how to get up and make stuff to sell online, you ask and make you something to eat. And you, my house, man, I always got food here. Like, you've been to my house. So it's like, it's like a store. (laughs) Like, you can have anything and I have it. You know, like a honey pickle sandwich on pumpernickel bread. Yeah, go ahead. Just go in the fridge. It's right there. Like, I have everything. So then my my middle's like, Dad, I'm hungry. As the little one's, I'm dragging her to the bathroom. And then I'm like, well, make yourself something to eat. Well, Dad, what do we have to eat? Get get off your ass, (laughs) off your iPad, and look. So then I've, I've passed her, and I finally get her off my back with the little one on my leg. The older one comes up. Dad, what are we doing today? Well, let's go for a walk. <sighs> well, we're in quarantine. Where are we going to go? We can walk the Target, or you know, we can clean the house. You when she gets in the house. <laughs> I'll take that hit. Um, <laughs> yes, that's, yeah. And let's go hiking, but we can't go hiking because LA County shut down all the hiking. Not that my oh. kids would go anyways, but yeah, because then they completely it's hot. There's rocks. There's rocks in my shoe. It's dirty. It's I'm tired. I'm thirsty. Man, we didn't even get out the car. Like, what are you talking about? So it's already hard enough. And I'm like, you know what? I do realize something. I realized something, P. My best fucking babysitter was Disneyland. <laughs> when they were bored, I had the passes like. Dad, what are we doing this weekend? And I'm thinking, like, man, I literally just worked a 74-hour work week with the Clippers, with the Kings, the Podcast One. We're going to Disneyland. Woo! And I'm tired yeah, and walking school around. school, too. Yeah. Look how much school was a babysitter for Oh, my too. God. You know Everybody what? Everybody getting a taste of that homeschool Bro. life. Yeah, welcome to my world. <laughs> so, I mean, we started it early. Yeah, and, you uh, did. So, yeah. we're, you know, we've been accustomed to it for, you know, a couple years well, now. Well, you know what? I'm but, not. I'm not, and my, my teaching's in But anybody who's had their kids in school for oh. seven years, you know, or more or something, oh. you know, 10 years and shit, and now it's like, oh, it's on me? Yeah. I could see where that would be stressful Man, and hard. It is. And and the thing is, like, with the ex, she's like, well, make sure they do their schoolwork. And I turned mine into an alternative lesson. So, like, we have music appreciation the other night, a.k.a. making beats with her dad, the oldest. And then I sat the older two down, and we talked about business strategy because my oldest you know shout out to Ken, uh, kendra dot mini ears or our it's kendra mini ears with dots in it on instagram yes. all right and she's very talented but she's very talented but we she's, have ears from her and they are all amazing thank you for the plug but she's also very lazy and it makes me <laughs> mad i'm like you got all this talent you could be making money everybody's home right now and she's like but dad i said all right i'll tell you what Post a picture, I'll repost it, and I'll make sure. I said, I guarantee within an hour you'll have three orders. In, in an hour, she had three orders. 
And she's like, dang, dad, that's crazy. I'm like, yeah, you know what's crazier? If you kept promoting it and made ears while all this was going on, you'd make money. Mm -hmm. Wow, dad. Yeah, you're right. Goes back to her phone. (laughs) I'm like, you're just pissing away money right now, girl. Come on. Well, dad, I mean, I can't even go to Michael's and get material. I'm like, promote the ears you have done already. Get those out of the house and make money off them. Post office is still open. I'll take you to the post office. I'll pay for the postage. I'll think about it. Kids, man. Can't wait wait till Cinco de Mayo so they can go back. Like, here. Yeah, in L.A. County, it's Cinco de Mayo. I'm going to celebrate my ass off. I'm like, when when can I have a margarita? Right now? It's 9.15 in the morning? I'm down. And then I have to call Uber and pick my kids up from school in the Uber. <laughs> Dad, are you all right? How come you didn't drive? Uh, car. Yeah. Close the door. Yeah, car. Kendra, time to learn how to drive. <laughs> We're doing that now. We're doing that now, though. She's been driving. <laughs> yeah, here's the keys. Yeah, car. Take Papa home. <laughs> yeah, teaching her to drive already, man. She's going to be 15. That's crazy. That's yeah, yeah, three weddings, yeah, three quinceañeras, three all yeah. that. It's what ridiculous. parents really should be doing during this time is is seriously teaching their kids how to do all the shit that they are not learning. Yeah, it was and, called and home ec when we went to yeah, school, bro. Exactly, and they don't yeah. teach that no more. So yeah, I teach my teach kid, kids yeah. how to change a tire and check the oil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, make a dish. I don't care if it's just a peanut butter and jelly it does, sandwich. Yeah, it's life skills, you know? man. And we yeah, lack get that life schools because that's what we're looking at right now, yeah. everybody. That's, you're not looking at going back to work. You're looking at possibly having to take the concrete out on your porch and yeah. <laughs> smash it to bits <laughs> so that you can plant so you can plant some fucking vegetables because you're going to need it. End games are already happening right now. Dude, I, I, this Ugh. is no joke. I am not lying one bit, okay? Uh-huh. We went for a walk the other day in our complex. Yeah. As we came around a corner, some lady, or I'm not even saying a lady. I don't know if it's a lady or a man, but somebody <laughs> went right outside, okay, right outside the, uh, and we have it too, like yeah. right outside our, our porch area is, you know, grass area uh-huh. or whatever. And, and, and this person went out and built a fucking garden. She just took, I'm not lying. She even put little white picket fence, like a really little white picket fence. She made a little square out of it and literally was growing shit like (laughs) corn. It like a cock. I'm not, we just started dying laughing. We were just like, whoever just said, fuck it. I'm going to grow my own vegetables, even in my apartment complex. You know, and it looked like the, the gardeners aren't even touching it. Like it was literally all set up like right outside. We were dying. I was like, okay, get your fucking, Shit, get your coronavirus shut down on. If it sounded like an awkward pause right there, I had to go pee. I'm not going to lie. You know, I consume a lot of liquid because I'm a big man. It's a lot of real estate, and I got to stay hydrated. So I'm on, like, my seventh or eighth bottle of Dasani today and two Cokes and a Gatorade in. But, yeah, (laughs) so I'm a little worried too, P. Like, not worried, but people are starting to do shit that's not, you know, normal. You know, an apartment, people are planting food. Gardens. Gardens. <laughs> What's next? Well, I brought a cow over to the side and a couple horses. Fool, you live in yeah. a one-story or one-bedroom apartment. What are you doing with the farm animals like? Exactly. 
Our yeah. dog area is going to have livestock. In it. <laughs> Don't mess with the chickens. That's dinner. Yeah. <laughs> You're not, not kidding, dude. Yeah, we, seriously. We, we joke about it now, but watch, Man. like in a couple months at the end of April, I'm be like, guess what I saw today? <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh, I saw a Lord. rooster, a chicken, and a pig. Yeah. We got bacon. We got yeah. gizzards. We got... <laughs> That was in the weight room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's scary. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, I'm more scared about the shutdown and everything than I am the virus right That's now. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm more worried about these idiots out here that are freaking scared. Like, you know, look, I ain't worried about no rinky-dink-ass $1,200 check. That's not going to do anything for anybody. Nothing. Nothing. It's not going to help the economy. It's, it's going into big people's pockets. I got in a, 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 you know, I never talk politics on this show, and I never talk politics, and that, yeah, that's not a misnomer. I said politics because that's what it is, and I, I know you're not on Twitter, but I was on there, and I, this fool tweeted out about his ratings, and I, that's when I lost my shit, and I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna talk about this. Every mega loving fool attacked me, and it was so much fun to battle those guys on Twitter. It was so much fun. And and one of them said that, you know, oh, a Navy veteran. Um, you're going to take that $1,200 and, you know, get over your PTSD with it. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, you mean uh, somebody that fought for the country? Yeah, yeah it, it, these people worked. And that money's not going to do shit. It's not going to do shit for anyone or the economy. I'm sorry to tell you all that. I'm going to just be blunt about it. You don't like it too damn I mean, bad. We can go. We could go in so many directions, right? Yes. With, with, with all of it. Like, where is it coming from? That, you know, I posted something today that showed that this is half of our annual spending. Right. What they're about to give out. Okay. Half. Yeah. Where did that come from? You just had a savings account kicking it on the side with 2.2 trillion in it. Yeah. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. Let's I mean, just I mean, print up 2.2 trillion dollars. Yeah. You just, are you just printing out money that you're, you know, uh, under the law are not supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's uh, more likely we're borrowing it and yeah. we're borrowing it from fucking countries yep. who now are going to have a say in our, in our policies. So it, it's, uh. it's scary to that extent to think like, it, you know, that's possibly where it could be right now is that, you know, this has done such a, <laughs> such damage oh economically. More than the virus gonna, did. Yeah. Now, now not only are the people a slave to the system, but our government is a slave oh. to the system. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and the world system in that sense. So it, it's it, I'm more worried. Like I said, I'm more worried about the, the shutdown. I'm more worried about yes. the people calling the shots right now. Yeah, because none of them can stick to a a solid thing. And I I understand a lot of this is science based, and those things do change on a regular. But, but those those really, people that control it are people that can live off their their wages and their money and their savings. Exactly. There's people exactly. Yeah, one of my part of the they're part of the essential yes issue people right now. They're part of the essential shit that's you know making the money. You know what I mean? And, right. And it's and it's like what about all those people who are not part of the essential stuff? What about the people like in uh, what is it the uh, there's a mayor down in, I think, in L.A. or something that yeah. said anybody who's not essential, I'm going to turn your water and power yeah. off. If you, yeah. Like, give me a, like, come on, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's pushing your limits of power. Yeah. It's and damn near martial It's law. already bad enough for those people. And now you're making it even worse. Yeah. You it, know? And it's, now you're singling those people out. It's it's really a shame. Like, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of bartenders. And they don't have work. Because you can't. Because now they're saying, "Well, yeah, we said we you could take alcohol home, but as a bartender, they live off tips." I would think anybody who who has 
anybody who's worked in their lifetime at at least 15 or 16 years old more mm-hmm. likely was in the food industry yep. at some point. I was, you were. You, a were. Mm-hmm. you were, yeah, you were a, a waitress or a waiter mm-hmm. or something. So you know damn well what those people are, are dealing with yeah. right now. You know yeah. what I mean? What they're living off of and what they're not. Yeah. And, uh, and that's to me where that's, that's where the stimulus money should be going. It should I be agree. saving all the small businesses. Yes. It shouldn't be saving the corporations. We Everybody's going to flock to those fucking places especially, and dump all yep, their money back yep. into it as soon as everything's lifted. Especially the ones that, that was our entertainment. Yep. Especially the you ones that I mean? were bailed out. They should not get a second not chance. Not a fucking dime. No. No. I've gotten I've gotten emails from every, seal, oh, every single bill me collector. Too. Every single bill me that I too. have, I've gotten an email. <laughs> They've all said, hey, we know what you're going through. Yeah. And we and, and we feel for you and we're here for you. But we ain't fucking gonna stop taking your money. Yeah. Oh. So go ahead and send us that next monthly bill. We'll see you then. Bro. I mean, basically, in the nutshell, that's that's how it said. It was like, you know, we know what you're going through, but uh, our our offices are still open, and we'll be accepting that check. Bro. Yeah. I I hit up, and I'll I'll say their name. Um, Planet Fitness. Okay. You know, I, granted, they've been taking my money without me going. Let's just be honest. My fat ass hasn't really gone a lot. Okay. I'll be honest. However. Okay. However. Through this pandemic, they're still taking my money. Yeah. So I called them like, yo, y'all still going to collect my $20 a month? Because I got the black card. And they're like, well, Mr. Warner, the reason why we're doing it. I mean, they sold this whole, they had this whole script. And and so I kept like, wait, huh? Yep. So she can mess up her place on the script. (laughs) And I I was successful. I said, Mm -hmm. look, I know you're reading from a script right now. I get it. You know. But this is the dumbest thing. Like, if I can't go to your gym, but you're still going to pay me. And then her thing was, well, you still have insurance every month, but you don't use it every month, correct? I said, I'm not dying. I want to use your services. I can't utilize your services because you're forced to shut it down. So I should not have to pay. You know, and the thing they're not saying about this whole rent thing, which it's, it's not, hey, you don't have to pay it ever. It's a grace period. And people are failing to realize that. I got idiot yeah. homies right now like, yo, I ain't paying my rent, son. I'm like, uh, you should. If you have it, you should. Yeah. And well, most anything, almost any deal that they're giving you is just like it's like Disneyland. Yeah. Like Disneyland's like we're gonna still take your hundred and sixty dollars that you know a month for your for your passes. <laughs> yep. But we're just gonna extend your renewal month instead yeah. of it being up in January yeah. like it should be. Now it won't be up until March. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thanks. Thanks. I, I needed the hundred sixty one <laughs> though. Now. You know what I mean? Like yes. It, I don't, you know, it's like, I, it, that's the thing. Like everything should be on pause and every, you know what I mean? I like, agree. When it becomes uh, economical where, uh, you know, people are going to lose their livelihoods. Yeah. Like that means everything goes on hold. You don't keep collecting money. Yeah. That, how fair is that? People. Yeah. I mean, if I, I, I don't, don't know wa- about that, if I don't want to, the only reason why you're doing that is for another agenda. Mm hmm. there's something there's something else like you know like what i've been reading like you want all these mom and pop uh places out you want the small businesses out because you want everything to be corporate america it's like demolition man where taco bell is gonna be like an extravagant place to eat (laughs) (laughs) and people can't touch each other because of a virus watch demolition man man i'm telling you this is the same thing dude there's so many movies oh no so interesting like yeah. when you start to pick yeah. them apart and i'm sure you could do it with anything but oh, of course. nonetheless you know it, it's just it's very interesting and i think coincidence only goes so far yeah you know yeah. when it, it's like i'm reading too many articles that are all connecting the same dots yeah you know and to me that's not coincidence anymore that's 
that's stumped up, you know, right. there's obviously some stuff there mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully, hopefully someone can blow the lid off of it and really expose who, what, and when, where, why. Yeah, it just that. seems weird, you know, because when we had the bird flu, <laughs> when we had, um, you know, all the stuff I ran down on, on a couple podcasts ago, how we right. didn't have to shut down the whole economy. Yeah. Worldwide to to fix it. And yeah, oh, we had vaccines for that. Okay, fine. But some of them you didn't. And you had to go on the fly. But you didn't yeah, have and, to shut down everything. And, and vaccines aren't even fucking 100% effective. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, when you, when you want to compare uh, this to anything, you have to compare it to the flu. It's the most common. Yeah. It's got the same, you know, a lot of the same symptoms and everything, even though people are like, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. Well, we have to. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, at this point, this is all we have. We don't know anything else about the coronavirus other than what it's, compa- you know, what it's comparable to. So you have to use that platform to get some sort of idea of what you could possibly be dealing with. So if we're looking at in a flu season, you know, millions and millions of people being affected right. and around right now, I think it's around 60,000 deaths a year. Yeah. I think that's what we had last year. Yeah. We didn't shut the fucking country down for that. I agree. Yeah. We did. We ain't even near those numbers right now. But we don't know what the virus is. Yeah, yeah, that's what cracks me up even more. It's already been stated that pretty much probably half the population has this shit. And no one even knows. They're all asymptomatic. Dude, let me tell you. Showing signs. Let me tell you. I agree with everything you're saying. And here's the thing: around late mid December, like I know in my office where I work, everybody got sick. Yo. The same symptoms that they're all saying. And for two weeks, I got it. And I was like, I'm working from home the next two weeks because I don't yeah. know what I got. So they quarantined the office then and said, work from home, everyone. And that was nationwide because my brother was sick in Philadelphia. My friend was sick in Miami. My friend was sick in New Jersey. I all of us had a few it. people, too, that yeah. went through a huge ordeal of, of, of a lot of the types yeah. of symptoms. Yeah, and one of the reasons why, of... yeah, I didn't go to your house for, because we were supposed to meet up. And I was yeah. like, no, nah, dude, I'm really sick. I don't want to get Harper sick. I don't want to get nobody sick. And I realized, like, man, I got a cough. Um, It's dry. My eyes are watering. I got a massive headache. And mm-hmm. I can't fucking breathe. So I didn't even go to the doctor. I just used my inhaler. I drank a lot of water. And I bought medicine. And I was fine in two weeks. I was fine. But it was hitting everybody. My kids got it. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe that shit was like out there way before. I mean, I know if you look on a Lysol can, it says coronavirus. I saw that years ago. I'm like, well, that's weird. Never heard of that. But I had those symptoms. Everyone had those symptoms that was sick that I knew. I was and like, the hmm. thing is, is it's not, it's, these are, we act like these are uncommon symptoms. Yeah. Like, when did a fucking fever be un- be uncommon? And, and <laughs> does everybody understand that when your body when your body's in fever, that's your body fighting it an infection off, right? Enough to fight shit off. Like, people act like a fever is the most deadliest thing you could fucking have in your whole life. Like, man, that is the that's a good sign. It's a very that's, good sign. Your body's it means fighting. Your immune system yeah. is working. People. Yes. You know what I mean? That yes. it's responding to shit. That's what you want to see. Or you want to feel? You don't want to feel great and then find out like you know, like you know, what cracks me up about this whole thing is watching people come off like in the beginning stages, yeah, coming off these cruise ships and 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 airplanes, and it seems like most of these people that are coming off don't seem to fe- be feeling too bad, and they're scanning them with these fucking, <laughs> you know, with these fever things, and it's like, oh, you got a fever, get over, it. you know what I mean? And it's like what? 
Like yeah. that's crazy to me. Like yeah. these people are experiencing a high temperature yet they're acting like they fucking nothing's wrong with them. Well, okay, now that's a problem. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Of but course. If you're having a fever and you're feeling it, you're you know, you got the chills and shit, then hey, you should be thankful your body's responding yeah. to something. Yeah. I know it's not gonna feel good, but that's why they call it being sick. You know what I mean? It's right. Not a, it's not a good thing in the sense of feeling. But your body's you know, but fighting it's, but it. It's a, but it's a good thing in the sense of your body's building up antibodies. Yeah. It's building up immunity. And I think that's what we're missing out in all this. I, right. I, I understand the concept uh-huh. of, of, the, of the flattening the curve. The of concept yeah. makes total fucking sense. But what I disagree with is that we are, we are not building up the immunity as a whole yeah. okay, to protect, you know, all the people we want to protect, which is the, the immune compromised and the, and the elderly and stuff. The best way to do that is for everybody who's young and vibrant and healthy to build up the immunity so that when this comes, we mm-hmm. don't catch it again. But exactly. at this stage, in my opinion, and I've seen graphs of it, what we're doing is we're flattening the curve yep. and then down the line, we're going to see another fucking spike. We're going to, it's going to jump again. We're going to have a, a, a second outbreak because all those people who stayed inside and didn't catch it are going to be more susceptible yeah. again. You know what I mean? When it comes out. So that's, that's where I was talking. I think in the last time, uh-huh. you know, when we got into this, how much it's going to fuck up everybody's psyche. Yeah. Because people won't know how to act when you sneeze. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No one's going to give a shit about measles anymore. No one's going to give a shit about the flu anymore. No one's going to give yep. a shit about the basic, basic cold anymore. It's all about the fucking coronavirus. They've done their due diligence. There yeah. ain't the only thing that's going to change people's minds for whatever reason. And this is I cannot wrap my mind around this is is when they come out on the fucking news and go, "Guess what, everybody? We have a vaccine." That's yep. when I think yep. everybody's going to go, "Yes." Yep. And then life we have will a return. fucking cure. Yep. And, <laughs> you know what and I mean? everyone's going to act a fool. And I and I'm just thinking, dude, that's incredible to even think that way because there's not a vaccine on the market right now that you take one time. Right. And it's and it protects you for life. Not one. No, you have to continue taking it yeah. over and over and over because it wears off. Yeah. And some of these vaccines also shed. They actually fucking give out the fucking disease itself. The right. polio vaccine currently is giving they're They're dropping the, the polio. It's a polio drop. And I think they're doing it like in Africa and shit. And they're having outbreaks of polio out there because of that fucking vaccine okay right polio hasn't been around for years everybody likes to use that as their quip oh well what about polio well guess what's fucking causing it right now <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> a fucking vaccine, vaccine. <laughs> it's, you know, i was like so it's just like here, here's what i'm talking about dog remember earlier i was talking about the whole yeah. conspiracy theories yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. shit like when it flips are you gonna be able to fucking say that okay you're right i was wrong you know what i mean mm-hmm. now no now you're gonna become the conspiracy theorist yeah. Soon, that's that's yeah. how shit works and most people are not gonna be able to say i was wrong i was right you know that sort of thing and and be just honest with themselves they're gonna find a way to say uh i still don't believe it yeah and, and i'm not even gonna lie to anybody right now i do it too i do it sometimes yeah. too i'm I, I believe in what i believe in and it's really hard to change my mind well you you do but, your research you know so I yeah mean, it's not I like you're yeah, just exactly. blindly listening to some fool and then you just believe everything they say. Exactly. And, and, and so that's, you know, I, that's why I give you props because you, you actually do the reading. Me, I just go gut feeling. I'm not going to be the one that's cooped up in the house. I'm not saying I'm out here partying and doing that either. But I go to the store. I go on my walks. Yep. I, you know, I, I go out 
I drive. Yeah, I get too. in my car and get on an empty ass freeway and throttle it. And cautious. Yeah, me too. You but, know what I mean? But you got to live your life, man. I'm sorry. And people yeah. get mad. My mom gets mad at me. Why are you going to the store? You can have it delivered. Yeah, I don't want to pay 14 extra dollars for that. And besides, I want to go out. I am not want to stay What's home. The, someone still had to touch that shit, deliver that shit. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Make that shit. So what 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 the fuck is changing in the process? Nothing. Unless I'm making it, changing, you know, unless I'm going to a Korean barbecue place where I'm cooking it <laughs> my fucking self. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does it matter? Like it's going through stages of yeah. touching. It's it, you know what I mean? You're moving it from one area to the next. Yeah. And, and I mean, this is the psyche I'm talking about. You're gonna you're gonna worry about all these fucking things for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, you're not gonna wash your bags of chips just got and when twelve people touch them. Through. Yeah, we've been through 40, 50, 60 years of our life of dealing with all kinds of shit. And yeah. this, this is what's going to stop us from living? This is no. what's going to kill me well, off? I just love the phenomenon of people washing their hands now. Like, what the fuck were you doing before that? Uh, right, exactly. And there's all kinds of soap on the, buy the soap! Buy the soap, wash your ass. Now, when did every, I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah, and toilet crazy. paper, I mean, I'm guilty. It's I have crazy. a lot of it, you know, so, hey, uh, ladies, if you, uh, I mean, you need some toilet you know, I'm paper. Sure, I'm sure, you know, when 9-11 hit, <laughs> yes. you know, we were dealing some of the sort of thing. Yeah, know, we were. He was I'm, dealing with this yeah. coming togetherness and let's do this. And yeah. But, you know, what, what I didn't see is I didn't see a shutdown shit either. Nope. Then. In fact, we were saying the exact opposite. Yep. Our, all our leaders like, this is not going to fucking deter yep. us from living and being free. Yep. We need to be out there. We need <laughs> Boy, to support the economy. Changed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that, no, that mindset, stay in change. and don't buy anything. There's plenty yeah, of everything. Whoa. Don't be hoarders. Like, why, why can't we go out and support? So, you know, I when I get a chance, I try to go to the mom and pop restaurants around my, my hood and, and you know, go get to go order, which I love to eat out. You know that. Like, we love mm-hmm. to go to restaurants. We've yep. always loved to go to restaurants. And it kills me that I can't go to a restaurant, you know, socialize with my homeboy. And hang out and talk shit and laugh and giggle like we always do, like we're fucking 12 again. And, and have a good time. Nah, we got to get it to go. You know, there's a meme that I read, and it, it was funny, but it was sad at the same time. Like, I can't wait for the day to happen again where it says, um, would you like uh, would you like something? Would, would you like to start with some uh, appetizers or something like that? And I read the me- meme, and I'm like, yeah, I miss that shit. Yeah. yeah, I miss going out. I miss going to bars. I miss. Hey man, we, I miss hugging people. Down, yeah, we just tried to just go down down to the beach area. Yeah. Okay. We didn't Are your beaches shut Del- down in San Diego County? Yes. Oh, I, well, okay. I, I I wouldn't. I don't even know if the beach itself is shut down. Because in LA County it is. Lot, but the parking lots are fucking shut down. Yeah, they shut down like the parking lots. They're, lot they're making it absolutely impossible for you to even park see. anywhere around it to do anything. Okay. But yeah. people were walking around. Like I did see people walking around. Was it in bunches? No. No. So I took it like maybe they're not letting you more or less like lo- loiter, you know, like to yeah. sit around and, and chill on the wall or, you know, they're not letting you that, but they're letting you walk. Yeah. So we decided to when we couldn't really find any parking and we even tried to go to a spot where we thought it would be um, more. Uh, I don't even know how you say it. Like we'd be on the rocks. Yeah. Kinda, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Not so much on like, walking on a sidewalk. But right. when we got down there, that thing was all shut off. So we ended up going over to the, the Bay Area, you know, yeah. right off of Mission mm-hmm. Beach on the mm-hmm. on the backside of the home, on the other side of the yeah. homes, right? Where it's just like a big circle uh-huh. almost. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we go park <laughs> and we're and I'm seeing people, I see two guys on the bike, oof, well, you know, zoom on. Yeah. Boom, boom. And I'm like, all right. And then I notice there's there is a lady standing over there. She's not a cop, she looks like a city worker. Uh-huh. But she looks like she's kind of you know, keeping an eye on shit. Wow. 
as we started to walk over and start our walk. Now, mind you, this is a, a sidewalk that's in between homes mm-hmm. and, and a little beach area. Yep. yep. I know exactly bay. what you're okay? talking about. Yeah. All right. It doesn't do anything much else than that. Right. We started to make our turn into that. Hey, 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 hey. Sorry. Can't go that way. Can't let you walk through there. Damn. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? This is just a straight up sidewalk. I'm not, you know what I mean? I can see you want to stop me from putting a beach towel down, but I'm right. not carrying any shit. But just like that. walking, you're not like yeah. trying to count out. She's like, no, yeah. I can't I can't let you do that. I'm like, wow. And it's just wow. it, yeah. It's just basic yeah. human needs to want to get some fresh air and not be yeah. cooped up in the house because we're now, not built the, to do that. Thing. Here's the funny thing. So we start to turn around and walk back, right? Yeah. But of course I'm like I'm debating right now, just taking a run for it. Like, fucking, this, let's just go <laughs> of for it. Of course you did. See how far we can get, you know? <laughs> so I'm just kind of watching her, but we're just kind of watching because other people are starting to walk down. Like, they're going to go for a walk. And right. People with their dogs. So I'm like, I just want to see how she's going to handle all these people coming. But in the midst of that, some couple had gotten, was coming from the other direction. Mm. Like, they were making their way towards where we were, but they had already walked that whole sidewalk. Damn. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking there's nobody on that side that stopped those people, or maybe they came off of their house and came right off of their house onto the sidewalk. But nonetheless, as they started to make their way <laughs> into our area, she stopped them and said, nope, you got to go back. Wow. She wouldn't even let them come in to the open area. She made them turn around and go back where she said we couldn't go. I, so I just looked at Joe and I was like, this is completely ass backwards to me right I'm, now. Either you shut the whole fucking thing down and you don't let anybody go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you just open it up and let people walk and don't let people fucking pop a squat in the sand. Yeah, and have a you know what bonfire. I mean? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, this makes no sense that you're letting people who live right off of these beaches just come out and walk this whole area, but they can't come over to a common area. The common area that we were in, they had bathrooms. Yeah. They had, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, Joe went and used the bathroom. The guy had just said he just sanitized everything, so she was good to go. So she yeah. was like, oh, cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> But it was like, you're seriously going to stop those people? Maybe they need to use the restroom. You were not yeah. gonna, She wasn't going to let them come through. It was really weird. And I just looked at Joe. I was like, I don't like this. See, no, this, is, this is what I'm talking about. This is a whole different vibe I, of shit. P, I okay. agree with you, man. And I'm telling you, if this extends even more, I really hope it doesn't. But if it extends more, it's going to get bad. Because people are going to lose their shit. They can't. They'll, they'll go fucking well. cabin. Cabin fever would be crazy. Like, I can't be in the house. I'm like, fuck it. I'll go to the store and buy any excuse to buy one thing to get out the house. But people are going to lose their shit. People that like to exercise. People like going to the beach, going to the park. You know, I, I drove by every playground here where I live at in eastern L.A. County. Tape all over the playground equipment. My poor little baby's like, daddy, want to go on the playground? I'm like, you can't, baby. Why? Crying mad at hey. me. We said fuck it today. We we went out went for a walk. <laughs> My man. Listen to me. I ain't lying. We went out for a walk and Harper was just fiending. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she's always really good about if yeah. we can go out for a walk, she's cool. But in the midst of us going, um, you know, all of a sudden some kids were out and they were playing yeah. with each other. You know, they were playing like near each other. Uh-huh. So you could tell she wanted to go and we were just like, you know, just focus on riding your scooter. Right. And letting her have some time. But then um, we noticed the tennis courts were open. Mm-hmm. So we were like, you want to go hit a ball around? So we went over there and tried to keep her busy. And she was playing. But here come the kids. And they're playing. Literally, these two kids that she knows, they're playing right up against the fence. They're practically watching us hit the ball around. Like, they want to come in and play mm-hmm. the whole nine. And then eventually, it just it was too much for her to take. She's like, Dad, can I just go out and just, just stand? I'll, I'll keep my space. 
it was so funny. <sighs> She's like, I'll keep my distance. I just, can I go outstanding? And I was just like, you know what? Okay, go. Yeah. I, I was, I was done sheltering her. I mean, as I'm telling her this, I'm looking up, like just, you know, I glance up yeah. and there's two kids standing in the window, looking down at us, like hunger games. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, I want to be outside. Yeah, right now with it's so sad. Like, this is fucking sad. This is fucking sad, dude. Yeah. I was like, you know, I don't know if you're, if you have, you know, your kids got issues. I, I get it mm-hmm. or whatever. But man, if we've all been in the house or we've all been doing this thing for two weeks, if yeah. nothing has been shown then and your kid is good and everything looks good, let them go be a fucking kid. Seriously. Let them go fucking play with a little bit. Even yeah. If they, I mean, I got some people that I, that I'm pretty sure right now who have sisters and brothers who have families and nephews and nieces, they're not even seeing each other Yeah. over this. And I think that is sad. I agree. You know what I mean? It's, it, that is very sad. I'm like, my sister's one of those people, you know, and I've even said to her, you know, I don't, you know, I feel bad anytime I see you because I don't know what I have and I don't want to kill you. Right. But, but you're my fucking sister. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, you know, to hear people that are actually losing loved ones and they can't go to the funerals oh, yeah. because of this shit. I've been hearing stories like <laughs> your, your fucking dad, your mom, your your grandpa is being buried with nobody around him. Oh. Like, give me a, that is absolutely yeah. immorally wrong. Like, I don't know how else to say it. That's just not right. Uh, uh, yeah. It, moms. Uh, I've heard babies are being taken away from moms in yeah. hospitals that are brand new and being separated. That is the most crucial fucking time for a newborn to be with the mother. And they're being separated over this stuff. This is, this is not good, man. That's it, not. It's not good on that type of level. People don't understand that. Yeah. The the psyche type level is going to kill more people than this virus is. You know, this virus is people being without jobs and livelihoods is going to kill more people than this virus is. The no, numbers support exactly. that way more than they're supporting this virus. Yeah. And, and that's what that's what scares me, man. It's it's the psyche. It's not the disease itself. And yeah. See, look how. Versatile you are, man. We can go to talking about <laughs> bomb breakfast spots to right. You know, <laughs> laughing, get really serious about crap. But that's you know right. What? That's, what, that's what being a grown up's about. I would hope. I don't ever want to grow people, up. That that's maturity, right? That's maturity. <laughs> that right? is maturity, and I don't have any of that. Right? <laughs> Believe me, it took me forty-four years to get it. <laughs> P, so. I gotta say, man, to wrap this up because I've held you up, yeah. and I know there's some sessions that you're missing right now. So I apologize. <laughs> well, when you had your break, I had mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had to go to the bathroom and I have a grown man bladder. So, but I got to say, man, anytime I've ever asked you to come on the show, you've always said yes. You've yes, always supported, always. you know, and your mom too. Your mom always listens. And she I, is. man, She's a big supporter. She, yeah, she is. And she'll, she'll like message she me. She's not one to bite her tongue. Either. No, at all. She, she tells like, me she liked it and it sounded good. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And she'll let me know that was shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she'll let me know too. She'll DM me and be like, Jake, I mean, that, was, that wasn't your best work. You yeah. could have did better. I'm yeah. like, man, you know how hard it is to come up with shit to talk by myself? You know? Yeah. Just look, just look for the traveling sisters comment on any of the. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get everyone get real familiar with my yeah, mom real quick. At, at traveling sisters on Instagram, <laughs> she will let you know if it sucked or not. Uh, you yeah. know, but yeah. she's always been. You know, I, I take care. Yeah, very supportive. You know, there's a lot of people that have been supportive. You know, and but I, I, this this is the time for you to shine. 
I want to thank you for it. I want to thank you for all that you've done for the podcast. You know, whether it's sharing a a, a, um, a post, coming on and doing it when you weren't at your, you know, feeling your best or whatever, but you've still delivered, you know, and, and encouraging me, man. Like, cause you know, I, I quit this podcast like twice a week. <laughs> man, man, fuck this shit. Oh man, nobody's listening. You only got like 142 downloads this week. It sucks. You know, <laughs> it wasn't until, you know, this week that I noticed a spike in my um listens. Like, oh, everyone's home. But then, hey, iHeartRadio. And they're like, yeah, we already started, man. We already got things going for you. Like, what? Things went up like 700%. So a lot of that is because of you, man. And I thank you for that, bro. I really do. Well, I mean it. I, honestly, <laughs> nothing's possible without the platform. So oh. I, I'm always very thankful that you have given me the platform to come on and be a part of it. Of course, and man. Anytime. I, I hope I'm always doing it, you know, doing it justice. Dude, you're, you're killing it, man. Pe- and, people uh, people want to hear it from you more than they do me now, bro. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. And I'm okay with that. It might be a cold. So am I. <laughs> but, uh, no. <laughs> but no, honestly, honestly, I, I'm, I'm very, very thankful. Very, very thankful. Very blessed. And I couldn't be more happier. Thanks, for your success, man. Thank and, you. I, and I just, I heart, you don't know what you got. You got a gem right now. Thanks, man. And I hope you guys really uh, cherish it because it could be something really big. Well, that's and, the and that's the goal. Be, I think you're already, like I said, I've said it before. You're <laughs> on your you're on your way. Thanks, man. And I think this is just another step towards it. So thanks, man. And you'll definitely get a check when that happens, bro. And <laughs> <laughs> say how big it'd be four bucks. Stimulus. Oh, okay. <laughs> Baby steps, Paul. Baby steps. Baby steps. If you can't match twelve hundred, fuck you. <laughs> it was nice having you on for the last time, Paul, because our budget will never reach that. <laughs> one day, one day. Now, my plans, bro. My plans for this thing, and and I've I, I put it out in the universe. I used to be quiet about it, but I'm ready to make noise. Like I finally bought the equipment to go out on the road. Go to like Hollywood, go to Times Square because I plan on traveling this summer and I have this dope ass recorder. And then this shit happens. I spent $600 on that motherfucker and now I can't even use it. Who's gonna use it on my kids? Not yet. You can't use it now. Not yet, but I will. And I'll I'll travel the country. We'll go to Vegas. Like, you'll come with me and we'll we'll go on the street and talk shit. And, you know, it's gonna be fun. I have a lot of things ready to go. You know, uh, people are like, hey, you should do video. Well, that's in the works. That's in the works. That's why I bought a lot of skincare. Shout out to my homegirl Shanae, right? Rodan and Fields, okay? And got my skin looking real nice. No more eye bags. And uh, so I'm trying slick to do t- plug. That was slick. <laughs> Ooh, that was slick. Well, she's dope with it, man. She's like, hey, this is what you need. This and that. And it does look like a. It does look like a really nice product. Oh uh, yeah, you know, I was trying to get your attention, P. You know, what's good? It's quarantine season. <laughs> That was awkward. All right, so look, but <laughs> I, I I love you to death, man. You know that, and you know it's like every year of our friendship, it just gets better and better and better. And you know, I I I love the fact that we can just pick up where we left off every single time, whether it's even on here, whether it's not the podcast, or you know, outside hanging out, you know, in each other's houses. You know, our friendship is genuine. You know, and I can't wait. You know, to see what the next forty years are like. You know, and same here. Yeah, I, I don't plan on going nowhere. I'm be that 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 cool ass black grandpa. You know, that wears those cool ass hats and shit, and <laughs> you know, points at everybody like you're important. Hey, you know, that's that's gonna be me. You know, and I'm gonna well, just talk shit. 
I, I just want to say thank. I want to say thank you to everybody that's listening. Keep listening, support the show, and just Word. keep doing it so that uh, I can keep coming on. And just know he 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 has a lady, so don't be trying to hit him up, y'all. You know, but <laughs> I'm freshly in the middle of a divorce, so you know what's good. Oh, I'm sorry. Focus, 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 focus. Big brother J P Dub. Okay, so yeah, you know, and, and yeah, so Canada, Canada, man, Canada, Barstow, and San Diego. They love you. They love you. And every time you come on, I always see hits from those. I'm going to show you so you don't think I'm lying. But you get love, and you'll always be welcome on the show. And, hey, look, what we need to do, we don't talk no basketball, obviously, because there is none. So, you know, but, you know, my sources tell me June. But anyway. God, I hope. uh, Me too. Yeah, me too. I mean, thank God, you know, Clippers and Kings took care of me. Great organizations. I don't have to worry about anything except what am I going to eat tomorrow. And it's in my house, so I don't leave. But <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> Goodbye. I thought we were. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hope that, you know, we have many more of these to do. And yeah, okay, now I know where I was going before your goodbye. <laughs> See, I shouldn't even say it now. It was something nice about you, asshole. I'll do it anyways because I'm the bigger man. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a high road. I drive it every day. Especially my divorce. Anyway, so <laughs> P needs a show. We gotta get P a show. For oh, those man. that agree with me, man, y'all need to make some noise. We're gonna get P his own platform. We need it. Hey, can I be a guest on your show? Of course. Yeah, so I don't have to do all I the heavy a producer lifting. Producer as well oh, and someone that <laughs> yeah, can I just be a guest on somebody's show? Actually I am. I hope he puts it out. But I was actually asked to be a guest on a podcast the other day. And it was nice that I didn't have to control nice. everything. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, so you know, that hopefully, shout out to Aaron Bender. You better be listening, fool. You better put you better put that episode out because I didn't waste my time. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but yeah, we need to get you a platform. You I know, appreciate it. Yeah, well, that's gonna happen. So, you know, more PETA is better for the world and better for P- Big Brother Jake podcast too. So, P. <laughs> I love you, brother. Thank you for coming love on. You too. And uh, you know, we'll do this again. You know that. No, for sure. It's it's in the contract, so you have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a fucking <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> Fuck it. Bye. Stay safe, everybody. Stay yes. safe. Hello, everybody. You listening to my daddy, Big Brother Dick. This is the Big Brother Dick Buttercast. Bye everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Man, just listening back to that, just, I was dying, you know. <laughs> Thanks again, P. Duh, a.k.a. Paul Wilson. Thank you for coming on the Big Brother Jake Podcast. He never says no to me, and that's what's dope. Like, anytime I need him to come on, he never says no. Even if he's asleep, he'll still say, oh, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Just give me a minute to wake up. But he always comes through when I need him. So, yes, this concludes the three-part series of, you know, um, my appreciation to all the people that, you know, past and present, now we're working on the future of the Big Brother Jake podcast. Um, you know, my radio guys that I had on, they're the reason why I got to talk and show my personality. So I wanted to let the world know about Tom Bowman, about Jim Daniels. And Paul, you know, he's the one that's been very instrumental in a lot of things with my podcast, and he'll take zero credit. But because of that, I'm going to show love to a lot of people that showed love to me. And 
you know, I, without these people I'm about to name, I would not have been able to do anything uh, in radio or on this podcast. So I took a long drive to Arizona in, I want to say, July of 2018 uh, because I wanted to pay a visit to one of my mentors and life coaches, uh, my man Bill Lasur. Now, Bill, he created his own lane uh, as a muscle therapist. Um, I hope I didn't get the title wrong, Bill. If I did, I'm sorry. I call him Frenchie. Um, I met him when I worked for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I love the fact that he was like a silent assassin. He sat on the plane. He talked to no one. He'd have a drink. And he'd just chill. But I got to know him as a person and uh, became friends with him. Because we had a lot of things in common. You know, he's from Brooklyn. He's a hard ass. He's a hard worker. He never takes a day off. And his work ethic is crazy. And I love that about him. And I, I learned a lot about his work ethic. Uh, along with, you know, Tom Bowman and Jim Daniels. Their work ethic was crazy. But Bill is somebody that will always tell it like it is. And he'll always let you know where he's at at all times. And um, so I decided you know, about a year, almost a year and a half ago, that I wanted to take a trip, you know, just to clear my head, and I wanted to get back in the radio, I didn't know how, I didn't even know the Clippers were going to, and the Kings were going to call me, so I, I drove out to his office in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I said, Bill, you know, um, I just want to pick your brain, man, because I'm at a crossroads in my life, I'm 41 at the time, and I'm like, I really need to figure out what I want to do with my life. And he's like, well, I know your love is radio, like off the bat like that. And he said, that's where you need to be. So, okay, there's no radio stations calling you right now, right? You're talented. You're funny. You post stuff on Facebook and you act a fool. You'd put videos up there. Why don't you translate that into a podcast? So I was stunned. I was like, wow, I did not know that you knew that about me. And he's like, no, it's in you. I can hear you doing stuff on the radio and podcasting's where it's at. Now I listen to podcasts all the time. If you do a podcast, I'll play it in my office while I'm working. He's like, just do it. Just do it. Just start the podcast. It may not be your best work, but that's why you do a whole bunch of them and get good at it. And I was like, you know what? Damn, you're right. So I got my car headed back to LA, just focused and energized. And it's all because of Bill Lassour. Um, he's the reason why I started this podcast. So, Frenchie, I appreciate you, brother. I have nothing but love and admiration for you. And I thank you for motivating me to do this big, the Big Brother Jake podcast. So, y'all can blame Frenchie or y'all can show him love. Bill Lassour, my man. Brooklyn's in the house. I also want to give love to, of course, Jim Daniels and Tommy Bowman. Sorry, Tom Bowman. Um, without them, I wouldn't have been able to unleash my, I guess, um, craziness to the world. I like to have fun on radio. Radio has given me everything and taken me around the world twice. So I can't hate on it, but they're the ones that let me be who I was from the beginning and didn't try to change me. They just, you know, I was part of an ensemble cast and they were like, yep. Yeah, we need you as part of it. Just be yourself. Don't be fake. And so I adopted that. I want to give love to my man, Craig Sheeman, 
And uh, my boy James Washington, former Dallas Cowboy and Super Bowl champion, um, they let me do a lot of fun things on their show, Out of Bounds, and um, it's nothing but love from those guys. Um, without them, you know, I'll just been a button presser, not being able to express myself and, and try to show off my talent. So props to Craig Sheeman and James Washington. I also want to show love to the late, great Andrew Ashwood. Now, I have a lot of cool bosses now, and they are amazing people. But Andrew Ashwood took a big chance on me uh, when he was at Fox Sports Radio. He was the um, president, or I don't know his fancy title, but he was our boss. And we called him Coach. And he's a, he's a Green Bay Packer fan, um, just full of life and love. And would always be willing to take a chance on somebody to, to, to live their dream. And he says, what do you want to do, Jake? And I said, you know, I'd like to be, you know, on-air sidekick. He's like, okay, well, you get to do that with uh, Craig and James. Uh, I said, I want to do imaging. Now, imaging is like the stuff you do, um, like the promos you hear, like uh, perfect examples like Real 92.3 in L.A. Real 92.3, you know, all those fancy, as Ashwood would call it, zippy zowows. I, I love producing that stuff, too. And I never got a chance to do it. And my first time doing it was on a national level. So, Andrew Ashwood, I, I got nothing but love, man. Rest, rest, God rest your soul. Um, you know, yeah, babe. That was what he would tell you. Like, hey, you good? Yeah, babe. I just love the man. <laughs> he, was a, he was a hell of a mentor to me. And uh, he let me do imaging, producing. Um, I wanted to travel and go on the road. And he's like, well, if you could set up a remote uh, broadcast, you know, like I do for the Kings and Clippers, you know, like you go to, say, a shoe store and you see a big, like, pop-up tent and people with microphones. I, I used to do that kind of stuff for radio stations. And Andrew's like, yeah, you, you know, we'll go over the country and you can do that too. And he gave me that shot, you know. So, And that all stemmed from Tom Bowman that um, gave me my shot with the Dodgers. After he left Fox, I followed him. So I learned how to do remotes because of Tommy Bowman. That translated into doing remotes for Andrew Ashwood, so I thank him for that. Um, I want to thank these two people in the imaging department um, when I worked, did imaging. Chris Morales. Now, he works over at ESPN 710, and uh, he liked uh, what I did with uh, production. And so he gave me a shot. And then when he left Fox, Vito took over. Vito was like, yeah, you know, he, he allowed me to do my thing and, and kill it with the, uh, the imaging and production of Fox Sports Radio, the overall sound. And so for you two brothers, I thank y'all. Uh, my man, Ty Eli, a.k.a. Mike Pearson. He is the Rams radio uh, executive producer. Uh, above all, he's a hell of a friend. And we were in the trenches together. We were up late trying to figure out how to do good radio. We worked on Stephen A. Smith's show and uh, definitely had a good time doing that. Uh, but Mike is another guy that's relentless. He always asked all of me. He always asked me to be at my best and not, you know, uh, slack. And I would get mad like, dude, like, I think you're overkilling it. He's like, no, nah, no, we're not overkilling it. We're going to do it this way. It's going to turn out beautiful. And I don't care how hard we got to work to get it that way. Um I'm not, I work hard, but you know, I have lazy tendencies. <laughs> I'll figure out a way to get it done without having to work too hard. But without Mike, without Ty, you know, I call him Ty. You know, I appreciate all he's done. And um, I thank him for his hard work and his uh, work ethic and making sure I don't slack. I want to thank Stephen A. Smith. Not only did he come on this Rinky Dink podcast, but um, 
when I was his um, technical producer, you know, on the switches for him, he trusted me. He would always say, how do I sound, Jake? How do I sound? And sounds good, bro. Sounds good. You know, or if he did something that wasn't, you know, that sounded bad on the air in the commercial break, I'd be like, hey, man, it sounds too good. I think we should fix that. And he was always receptive to that. So, and look at him now, Stephen A. Smith, um, just killing it on ESPN. <laughs> he can return a call. It'd be great. But, you know, I'm going to put him on blast. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I want to thank JT the Brick and Tom Looney for um, allowing me to be expressive on their show as well. I had a lot of fun. And JT, I love his intensity. He was like the last. Uh, he, he's hardcore radio. <laughs> and uh, sound off if you got a pair. He's, you know, he, he's bombastic. And he'll tell it like it is. And I've always liked it, liked his uh, <laughs> his approach to doing radio. And Tom Looney's just crazy, eccentric, out, outlandish, out, just I, I ran out of adjectives for that guy, but he's fun. He's fun to be around, fun to do radio with, and always had a good time. Uh, ben Maller, of course. <laughs> Maller Militia, hashtag Maller Militia. Ben let me be who I wanted to be as well. Um, had a lot of fun doing overnights with his show. Um, nothing but love to Ben. Um, we became very good friends. I, when I wanted to get in sports talk radio, I used to listen to the Ben and Dave show. And they always had that laugh track sound effect. <laughs> and I like pressing buttons. But um, we're all, all of us in uh, Southern California that do sports radio or have done sports radio, we're all like influenced by Jim Healy. And uh, so that's where he would kind of do his show like that and model his show after that. So, yeah. Um, great guy. Eddie Garcia, just a friend of mine. Um, love him to death. And uh, he was always there for me. Uh, radio wise and whatnot so i love you eddie you know and just good good guy all around i also want to thank amy van dyken not only did she come on my program on my podcast um i used to do a show with her and rob dibble i, I was like their fill-in board up but um i really got close with both amy and rob more amy um, cause we, we're just loving people <laughs> and we love people. And so she, her style is infectious, her, her, her laugh, um, her demeanor, just everything about her is cool. Um, if you go back in the archives, uh, I did an episode with Amy and then Paul P-Dub was on there and I tell the story about how she did some cool things for my daughter when she was going through a bad situation. So check that out. Go back and listen to it. I don't want to like harp on that right now because she'd be embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> but Amy, uh, thank you for letting me get on your show and be creative and talk sometimes. Um, also want to give a shout out to Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Jason let me be creative as well. Like all these people allowed me to be who I was on uh, regular radio or as we call it, terrestrial radio. And it's pretty dope how that happened. So you know, Mike Harmon, you know, fun guy, you know, find your wins. Hashtag find your wins. And every time he says that, I'm like, damn, I love that quote. Um, Jason, you know, you were down with the Jim Daniels show from way back in the day. And look at you now, big timing everybody because you're a national host. <laughs> no, but love to you. Um, I want to thank Rich Herrera, uh, radio great down in San Diego now. And he did a show with former Raider Bob Golick. 
Now, Bob knew I was a Charger fan, and every chance he got, he would talk about Raiders in front of me, and I hated it. But Bob was a fantastic man and a good guy and fun to be around. Fun to be around. Both him and Ridge were great guys. So those are the radio people I wanted to thank from the bottom of my heart. And so um, thank you. Because of y'all, I was able to do what I did in radio, and now I could do it in the podcast. Um, also, it, it would just be not cool if I didn't thank the people that support me and my movement each and every day. Um, first of all, P-Dub, yes, Paul Wilson, um, I already propped you up enough, so we're done talking about you. Um, I want to thank my homeboy, Alex DeWeber, uh, always listening, always supporting, uh, and his wife, my sis, you know, my BFF, I've known 17 years, uh, Shanae Santana, um, she critiques the hell out of my show too, she's very honest, <laughs> and, uh, She'll tell me, oh, man, I couldn't wait till that segment was over. Um, that segment sucked. I can't believe you did that. Oh, that was a good segment. Made me laugh. You know, so, yeah, I'm putting you on blast, but I can't do that without doing something nice for you. So if y'all need great skincare products, uh, if you need to make your face look nice and glowy, glowy, is that a word, and shiny and glowy and just looking good, um, she's done this for me because I've, I've gone to her. I've used the products, Rodan and Fields. You've, if you go to shanaesantana.myrndf.com, that's my r a n d f dot com shanaesantana dot my r n d f dot com. She'll take care of you and all of your skincare needs. And um, so there. So if I'm gonna bless you, I'm also gonna prop you up. So thank you for everything you've ever done for uh, me as far as podcast and supporting it. Whether it's wearing a t-shirt, you know, and going out on hike, and people see your t-shirt but probably don't ask about it. It's all right. Thank you. Um, so appreciate you, sis, and everything you've ever done for me. Um, my man Jesse Tassetti, straight out of San Bernardino, California, listens to each and every show. Uh, him and his son. <laughs> so I appreciate you always coming through, and and you you do the same thing. You critique and you show love, and it's always appreciated, man. So for that, I thank you. Uh, my man Curtis King, producer extraordinaire, has worked with the likes of E Forty, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Justin Timberlake. Um, he's doing his own thing. Wrote a couple books. I wrote a book for sure. Um, and I need to cop that book, man. So I'm sorry, bro. I will support. You know, I will always support. Um, so thank you for each and everything you've done for me. It's so appreciated. And, you know, hyping up the show, retweeting when you can. Like, I appreciate you more than you know, bro. So thank you so much for that. Um, my man Kenyatta Griggs. A year ago, we talked about the late, great Nipsey Hussle, and this man dropped everything he did so uh, he could join me on the show, and we talked about uh, Nipsey's life and what he was into, and, and Kenyatta worked a, a, around Nipsey Hussle a lot, and it was always love with Nipsey Hussle uh, and him, and he taught me a lot about their friendship and a lot about Nipsey and what he was into, things I didn't know and I thought I knew, so that was dope, and nothing but love for that, um, so thank you. I want to thank my homegirl, Rebecca Arona. She always, always is um, on it. A sweetheart. Uh, she's doing her own thing, you know. Um, she's into real estate. So if you go to uh, Main, Street Real Main Street Realtors uh, out in Rancho Cucamonga, I believe, in California, uh, she'll take care of y'all. 
that live out this way. We're pretty close to my house. <laughs> but Rebecca's always nice and says nice things, and, and she supports and she listens, so I appreciate that. Uh, my, bo- my homeboy, Mario Rocha, I know you listen to the podcast, bro. Thank you for your love and support, as always. You know, Sam Adino in the building. Uh, my man, Richard Paniagua, um, you always have supported since day one, and you've always shown love, and I have to reciprocate that. Um, my man Walter Goss, we go back to Fox Sports Radio days, but this guy is a comedian and writer, and he'll be on the show, I think, either late this week or early next week. Uh, we got some stuff in the works, uh, and uh, check out uh, his son's rap group, Wacko 5. Why would a rap group name themselves Wacko 5? Would they explain it? Um, and that'll come out in the interview, but it's 805 is the area code they're from. But they, they think it's whack out there, so they call it Wacko 5. So there's a little description. So there you go, Walter. Nice plug. Um, my homegirl, Stacy Weiss, um, she's another one. Always supportive, always listened to the show, always made sure that she tuned in. And, hey, you know, I like this part. I hated this part. Always showed love, always showed support. Can't hate on it. Uh, my homegirl, Racolia Beauregard. <laughs> she's going to get mad that I stuttered on her last name. Um, but another one where... Always supportive, always, um, you know, taking pictures. Hey, I'm listening on the way to work, you know, or I'm at home doing some stuff, and, and I love the podcast. Well, I, I threw that part in. She likes it, but I don't know if she loves it, but whatever. <laughs> so thank you for that. And I cannot thank this person, last but not least. If I forgot you, I'm sorry, you know, because there's so many people that show love, and I, I feel bad if I left anyone out. Uh, but my girl, Jesse Dallas Childs. And Fabulista Cookies, fabulistacookies.com, the official cookie of the Big Brother Jake podcast. Um, I thank you so much for um, everything you do and, you know, you've shown love to the Big Brother Jake podcast. Even when you're out and about doing your thing with the cookies, you know, you make sure you send a shout out or whatever, promote the show. And... You saved my life, literally. We talked about that on, on uh, the episode you were on. So um, thank you. Thank you to everybody I mentioned. You know, I know it was a long goodbye right there, but I had to say thank you. Um, without all y'all that I mentioned, I'm not who I am on the Big Brother Jake podcast at all without y'all. And I, I want to take this thing bigger and better. I did all of this because... We're on iHeartRadio now, and I'm appreciative, so I wanted to show love to everybody that's important in my life. Um, so that's why we did a three-part podcast. Now, imagine me with this long goodbye, plus an hour talking to P-Dub, plus an hour talking to Tom Bowman, plus 45 minutes talking to Jim Daniels on one podcast. Y'all would be like, shut the hell up. That's why we separated it. So we're back to business after this. Promise you, Independent Music Spotlight. I've said that for nine weeks in a row. It's kind of a running joke now. But I got a lot of musicians that um, want to show love and be heard. And I hear y'all. So I'm still waiting for like two really just blow me away type songs. And I got a hip hop legend that's going to be on the next one. So send your music MP3 format. No link. If you have a link, I'm not clicking on it. MP3 um, MP3 file with a profile. Uh, a little bio of yourself, your group, your producer, your engineer. Show them love, too, because we behind the switches like to get love. Send, send that to the Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com. Whew. All right. I'm tired. 
<laughs> I shouldn't be tired because look, man, we're all stuck in the house being quarantined. That's why you're getting a ton of uh, podcasts. So thank you again, P.W., for coming on. Thank you, Jim Daniels. Thank you, Tom Bowman, for completing this three-part series of uh, showing love uh, and making me, allowing me to be who I am. Landing the plane now. So next week, y'all, let's do this independent music spotlight. Can we try it? Maybe. I'll think about it. (laughs) So, you have plenty of content to play with. And if you're curious after listening to these last three episodes, how the rest of them sound, you can go to iHeartRadio and uh, look at all the archives. Also, SoundCloud.com slash The Big Brother Jake Podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, all those great, wonderful uh, platforms. Okay? So... Until next week or tomorrow, depending on what happens, I'll say to you and yours, wait for it. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.